On this episode of Bantha Milk Podcast, One Way Out. Oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> that we got to keep. that one in. That yeah. was it. That's the one. Uh, bum, 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 intro music. Uh, wait, that's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. <laughs> intro music. <laughs> intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. You know we're on it when uh, we haven't even started, and I've already not only poured the bantha milk, but I'm drinking it. You're drinking it down, here. yeah. <laughs> here I, we are, Rob. Rob. We need a new sound guy. We, yeah, well, we, somebody had a cool soundboard, yeah. but it ate up his whole computer. It ate it. Um, yeah, I had the iPad sitting right there. I had it all ready to go, and then it timed out. It went blank on me, so I go to hit it, and it's already off. We need to talk to someone at corporate about getting us uh, let's go updated, corporate updated uh, equipment. Yeah, well, they're. Um, recording we later logic. on tonight so we need we pro need to, tools we yeah. need you know like a couple macbooks mm-hmm. probably like you know uh macbook pros yeah a couple airs. better microphones yeah um, like maybe some stands for some the stands. For ipads yeah. so that we uh-huh. can all the things we need um, just so just like a check for like 10 grand a recording studio yeah soundproof in this recording S- studio somewhere else to hang your map of westeros right <laughs> well i won't need that for two years now you will see here that yes. uh andor is going to winterfell <laughs> Andor's right next to Winterfell. That's, That's really it. funny. Anyway. Anywho. We're here. We are here. We are Bantha Milk. That's Nick. I'm here. Yeah, I'm, and that's Rob. And I'm actually back uh, again. Again. Two, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. On a roll. Had a little blowout. Yeah. Not you, but the baby. Oh, yeah. that's the, That's been the, the kind of the theme of my life. There you go. Yeah. The baby had a blowout. Yeah. Uh, which is really, part of it is really nice, because, but like sometime soon, probably sooner rather than later, I'm going to like have to not lean on the, oh, my child uh, <laughs> sort of excuse, right? Like, I feel like that's always, oh, sorry. It was, and like, it's, it's working. Right. Yeah. Right? People but are like, believing it right now, but after a while, people like are going to be 95% like 95% of the time it really is because of her. Right. Um, but like, you know, I feel like every, it's like diminishing returns, yeah. you know, pretty soon people are going to be like, all right. People are going to be like, guess what? I'm they, sorry they, you have a child that's, uh-huh. that's screaming, but that doesn't give you the right to. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we've, urinate in the flowers. We've had uh we've people have been having children for hundreds of years now. Hundreds. Yep. If not more. Just in America. <laughs> if not more. Yeah. Thousands elsewhere. Millions and millions of years ago. Well, if there's millions anything I know. Millions and millions and millions. Sorry, I, a, we got a Trump moment. That's okay. If there's <laughs> anything that I know from uh, the Flintstones, that people have been around since the age of the dinosaurs. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they're, so yeah. They're a modern Stone Age family. They are a modern Stone Age family. So they will you know, let you know that you're not the first person to have a kid, and other kids have behaved this way. Yeah. It's funny. Whenever I have like a pain somewhere. I'm like, you know what? I bet I'm not the first person ever to have this pain in the back of my throat. Let me Google it. Yep. Bam. There it is. It and tells it, you exactly what it cancer. is. It's always cancer. It's always cancer every see, time. Cancer, diabetes, or some other. Either way, seek medical attention Immediately. Yesterday. Yes. If not sooner. So there we go. Uh, yeah. Bantha milk. That's us. Nick and Rob. Postulating on life. That's what we are doing. We postulate and we emancipate and we masticate and we... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to open up my Bantha Milk since you already opened yours. I bought this specifically, specifically, specifically for today's episode uh, because I was looking at the, in the, you know, liquor store trying to find some beer that would go along with the show. And I saw Big Wave Golden Ale from Kona Brewing Company. Which he bought specifically for this I show. I b- bought it specifically That's and right. flew it all the way across the uh, continent uh, for this show. So, 
Spoiler alert, if you didn't watch episode 10 yet. What are you doing here? What are you doing like here? Like the title of the thing is episode 10. Yes. Like, y'all, like, give me a break here. Come on. Either now. way. But anyway, at the very end, they jump out of the uh, Alcatraz, the Star Wars Alcatraz. Star Workatraz. Star Workatraz. Star Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Yes. Like, yeah. There you go. I like that. Um, and so I found Big Wave Star, and I said. Star Wars Azkaban, right? That's yeah, essentially what it is. That is what it is. So there we go. That was so nice. It wasn't great. It wasn't not, great. Not quite as crisp as like a like one of your can pops. No, a can pop but, really know, is, is gonna, a little bit better right, than let's that. See. Yeah. Here we go. So let's see if I can do it the right way. You got this, bro. I got a nice angle there. No head so far. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, she yeah, said. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. He did. Oh, that's wow. nice. Wow. Rob. There you go. You know, if we've gotten nothing out of these episodes, at the very least. At least I finally was able to pour good beer. perfected <laughs> the art of pouring beer. It is a delight. Nice. Uh, none of us have checked the YouTube yet, so for all we know, we're just talking. And, and no you don't hear anything. This, but that's fine yeah. because, you know, we have to have people listen in order to hear us anyway. <laughs> um, but either way, we're here to uh, review episode 10. Yep. Go well, ahead and hit us with all our social yeah, media so I'll, people now know. Now that you mentioned that, I'm just seeing now that, like, man, you really classed up the joint because on our on our live stream and YouTube down below, we have a nice little uh, crawl. Oh, it goes this way. A nice little crawl of our, our social media. Right yeah. Here. Did we you see that? I put that there. Check us out on Twitter at Bantha Milk. I hear uh, sounds. Instagram and Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast, right? There we yeah. go. So you can always check there. If you're not watching us on YouTube and you're just listening to us like on, on Spotify on your way to work, yeah. you're you're missing half the fun. You are. Right? So what you need to do is you need to listen on your way to work, right? That way yeah. you can hear our words. Mm-hmm. And then when you get home, you need to watch on YouTube. That watch way you can YouTube. see our eyes. And Rob's beard, which is... It's coming back. Coming back, yeah. right? Um, now it's, what, November... It is 10th? November tenth. November tenth. Right. I gotta tell you, you've, it, you've been trimming your beard. Yeah, I figured you just let it go. Uh, no, month. well, this in the, in the middle of it here has not been trimmed, right. but I, I did. But you're giving clean it up, some, yeah. yeah right. And when I when I got my haircut, the guy that I got my haircut from, he's amazing. He he makes me feel good, like I still have hair on my head because I spend so much time working on the back and the sides of my head. Even though I'm pretty sure he probably could do it with just one uh, clip, like just the number three. But he starts with a four, then he goes to a three, then down at the bottom he gets it even shorter and stuff, and then cleans it all up all around the edges. And then he gets to the top, and three clips, he's all done on the top. And I'm like, all right, well, at least you spent the whole 20 minutes on the bottom. Listen, dude, the three most important people in a man's life, his butcher, Mm -hmm. his barber, and his lover. That's right. That's straight yeah. up from Ron Swanson right there. <laughs> that is Ron yeah. Swanson. There it is. Uh, so, yeah. I will say my barber, very important. Courtney, shout out to Courtney, Revolution Barber Company. Yeah. So uh, so my, my guy, he and then he, he uh, where's, oh, I'm going to, I forget what nationality. He, no, I'm going to, I don't want to mess it up and say the wrong thing, but he's of Asian descent. I don't, I forget which, Vietnamese. I think he's Vietnamese. Because he said to me the very first time, in my my culture, eyebrows are very important. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, yes, please. Because while I don't have any hair on top anymore, like doesn't want to grow back here. Yeah. But the eyebrows, the back of the neck, I hate that. Like, And I remember years ago I went and I said something to the one guy. And I was like, yeah. I was like, why is it moving down my head? He goes, well, that's where God wants it to go. I'm like, well, tell him to stop. I liked it up on top. I don't need it on the back of my neck. You think uh, Ewoks ever experienced balding? I'm trying you know, to tie Star Wars in here. That's know. a really good question. And Chewbacca, like, uh, like Wookies, Wookies, like are, are there, there Wookies ever, that go bald? Oh, bald. Well, 
in the holiday special, Graham Pop was a little thinning a little bit. So yeah. I guess so. So there you go. So even in Star Wars, do they go bald? Oh, there we boy. go. Um, so anywho. Uh, Rob was looking for some Star Wars news action. Uh, it's a very light news week. I got to tell you, when you look for Star Wars news, it's mostly people just trying to give their opinion about BS from the show. Yeah. Or um, the fact that uh, different things in Disney parks are closing down because of a hurricane. Yeah, it's very relevant to Star Wars. Yes. Thank very, you. Thank yes. you for letting us so know. So the, the Galactic Star Cruiser may be closed for two days. Right, right. Uh-oh. That's an entire stay. That isn't Yeah, well, that's for sure. Um, for $5,000. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, yeah, so it's going to be closed. So that's it. Galactic Star Cruiser is done. That's, done that's the headline. Dunzo. Oh. Forever. While, while the hurricane comes through, it'll be closed. Yeah. Oh, quiet, oh. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, my God, Galactic Star Cruiser, never. Until next week. Until, ne- until the hurricane passes. Then it'll be okay. Yeah. News. So um, it comes from the 24-hour news cycle. We constantly <laughs> be pushing tough out there. Yes, and you need to add new content. Um. We did, us directly did not get an, a, an official um, comment, uh, but some guy named T. Green or Terrence G., however you wanted to A-O-T-G. say. A-O-T-G. He, uh, he does listen to all of the Ears Up shows, so what we have guy? us, um, Star Wars In-Depth, uh, Star Wars The Vault. Supreme Star Wars. Supreme Star Wars. Taco. Taco, uh, um, su- Star Wars Up, yeah, and Ears Wars, Ears Wars, yeah. Ears Wars, and ear- and Star Wars in depth. Didn't you already All- say Star Wars in depth? Did I? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Make sure you get your Concy Swears, Concy Star Wars Star, Ears, Star Wars Concy Wars, Concy Wars. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yes. So uh, he said, "Do we do we remember uh, scraping the Star Wars? Scraping the Star Wars, Star Wars, the vaults, scraping, scraping the, the wars, scraping the wars, starring the wars, starring yes, wow, uh, whatever. We'll figure it out. What? Uh, more people listen to us? <laughs> they're like, I'm turning out. Someone um, is on their way into work right now. Going, nope, not today. <laughs> that's what we should do. <laughs> Going to listen to some uh, some B101." Uh, so they said um, that they love in listening to all four of the Ears Up shows. Let's say the real names. Ears Up, Ears Up in Death, Us, uh, Scraping the Vault, and Taco Supreme. Um, because right. <laughs> <laughs> because all four of them, the people on the show, they definitely sound like they're they're good friends. And they, they love like having real conversations. Which is when we started this, what we said, what we wanted to do was... Sure. Just have good, real conversations. Which um, is why we don't talk about any of this stuff before we get on the air. It, right. It's all unfiltered. It's all, right? un- it's yeah, raw. It's all raw and fresh. We do it live. Um, but yes. And then um, Dan from uh, S. <laughs> in this chat, everybody writes the shows in just the initials. Sure. So Scraping the Vault is STV and TSR. Mm-hmm. Bantha Milk. BM. BM. Should start openly talking about a coup to take over Jason's empire on our shows. Uh, he says, as a joke, of course, that'll maybe get him to get him to mention us because Jason never mentioned our shows where at least SVT and TSR mention us and we mention them all the time. Listen, man, if I learned anything from today's episode of Andor, it's that... Um, Tyrants will always fall. They will. Right. The that people they will. will rise. We will. We We're going to rise up. You, Jason. Rise up. What What do they keep saying? Uh, what's What was the saying as they were running out of the prison? One shot. Cha- uh, one. Uh, what were they saying? Oh. Isn't <laughs> it the so name of the episode? That is the name of the episode. One. One. One something. 
Oh my gosh! And I one, one way shot. out. Do not miss your chance to blow this yes. opportunity. One way out. Once in a lifetime, anyway. No, not Eminem. And we got DCMA. Yeah, we that did. That was it, right that there. Was YouTube it. is taking us down. Uh, Marshall is like calling us right now. Mr. Mathers. Mr. As Mathers advertised on the flyers. That is. Yeah. That's, that's another Eminem. Another uh, another part of the song. Yeah, a different song. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so uh, so yeah. So Asher's going to be our leader in the uprising against okay. the ears up uh, tyrancy that that there is where here they. For it. Never mention us. And so my axe. That's right. So let's go. TSR, SVT, and BM are all taking over this, TSR, John. TSR, STVBM. That's hard to say. That we'll is have to hard come to up say. With, a, with, a, with a catchier nickname. Yeah, we need something better than that. Coalition. Yeah. The Coalition Jimmy, of the Willing. Jimmy, get on that. Get a better better name for the Jimmy. Coalition. Jimmy. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's get into it. Let's do let's it. Get let's get into it. Let's go right into it. Should we, should we probably do a commercial uh, first? Let's do a commercial real fast. Sure. Jimmy, so, cut to commercial. Cut to commercial about the last one was uh, AAA. So let's have another AAA commercial. Let's have it. Let's and have it. go. Product. Done. We're back. Things and products and stuff and, and stuff capitalism. And, yay, capitalism. Hooray. Buy that product. You don't have the money. Go spend it. Yes. The, uh, the TSR guys were trying to fix the algorithm by mentioning a lot of products beforehand. Oh, like M and M's, M and M's, yeah, or, or you know, uh, Hershey. Sino- Hershey, Sinoco. Why did Sinoco. I go for Sinoco? I don't know. Yeah, I went for anything that's on a race car. I guess uh, you did. You're a big NASCAR <laughs> fan that you are. <laughs> anyway, I, it, it was really cool in Andor today to see the Doritos logos taco. <laughs> now uh, with sour cream. Now with the uh, what are the new fries? The flaming fries. Uh, the they uh, have fries at Taco Bell. Yeah, that's a uh, nacho fries. The that's, nacho fries. That's un- untenable. Yeah, we Trey got them once. No, thank you. Not a fan. I will tell you, though, uh, their uh, grilled cheese burritos, the beefy grilled cheese burrito. Okay. Good stuff. I, I like their, uh, I like their, uh, I mean, it to me, I I love going into the drive-thru and then being like, it all tastes the same. Like, yeah, it, went, it, it like Pagan is someone who gets up to the drive-thru window and looks at the menu and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's Taco Bell. I remember back you know in the it's, day. It's Taco Bell. You don't got to look at the menu. I'm getting two cheesy gourd crunches. Let's go. That, let's go. Back in the day before they had anything other than uh, tacos, tacos and soft tacos, taco, yeah. hard taco, taco supremes. Like that was yep. it. Um, and I just remember like Taco Bell math was amazing because it was like, uh, what will $5 get you with Taco Bell? It was like everything. Oh, dude. How many Crave cases did you get in college? Oh, late at night? yeah. Well, Temple didn't have a Taco Bell nearby, so I didn't oh, really get to do that too much. But we did definitely make a lot of Taco Bell runs uh, just when I was at home and stuff like that. I wish but, we, so something we're missing out on in South Jersey is White Castle. There's a White Castle up in Lakewood. You don't like, you're not a White Castle uh, fan? I had White Castle once. I love White Castle. Oh, my God. I felt like my stomach yes. was going in knots right. after eating it. Exactly. <laughs> you uh, did it right then. then yeah. <laughs> so he, that's what it's supposed to we, do. I was me and an ex-girlfriend, and we we're like, oh, we, we went to one. And like they're so tiny, so you have to get like a dozen of them, right? Yeah, dude. So it's like we're, we ate like we each ate like three or four of them, and then we had all these leftovers, and I was like, I am never going to eat these again. What is that called? There's a name for like the big meal at, at White Castle. White Castle. Oh, it's going to annoy me. Anyway, go on. Anyway, but yeah. So, uh, so we used to do Taco Bell math. We used to um, the little kids at the campground. We would tell them Taco Bell math. We we're like, oh, what can you get with that two dollars? You can get uh, five sodas, uh, nine tacos, and everything all at Taco Bell. It used to be so cheap. It's not anymore. 
But anyway, enough product so placement. So there's Castle Pack. Oh, the Crave. It is the Crave case. So what's the one at Taco Bell? Because the there's Crave a big case box. Is, Maybe it's just the big box big at Taco box, Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. This is this is the important stuff that our this listeners is the want yeah they really hear. they came to listen to episode ten. It is. And we're talking about Taco Bell. Anyway, group me cravings case. It might be cravings a cravings case. case. Yeah. Anywho, but uh, we do have a special promotion going on with Wawa right now on Tuesdays. If you have yes, your, right. if you have your uh, Wawa rewards card, you get a free coffee uh, on Tuesday. All you have to do is mention Bantha Milk podcast mention Bantha to Milk, the cashier, right, while showing them your rewards card, and you can get a free coffee. So just mention us. On Tuesdays with your rewards card, you can get a free coffee. That's right. We just we just missed it. It's a Thursday, but you know this coming Tuesday, go yep. up to your local Wawa. That's right. With your coffee and say, "Hi, I'm here for the Bantha Milk Podcast. Free coffee. Free coffee and from Bantha Milk Podcast. You got it. You got it. So that is exciting. I'm very excited that we got that promotion yeah. going with them. Yeah. All right, let's go. Episode 10, One Way Out. One way, and that's it. It's right there. That's it. Now that's the way. That's the only way. So last two or three episodes, there were 22 to 24 scenes. Yeah, there were three in this one, <laughs> there right? Was eight. Eight, okay. There were three. So I, I can't necessarily foresee this as a long episode for us because it was an awesome episode, I think. Yes. But like, you know, it, well, was, there it was, was a lot of action. There was a lot, yes. There was and, a lot of not talking. Right. It was like kind of putting a not, you know, the three scenes we have, right, the three storylines that the we're three really talking about yeah. are Mon Mothma and, and her dealings with... With the new the, thug dude. The thug dude, uh, yes. Davo something, Davo, right? yep. Um, and then we have, um, you know. The ISB. The ISB. And we've only got, we only get a little of that. Like we, just, yes. Just a oh, little, yeah. Luthen. There's a big the Luthen. Tiny, tiny scene with Luthen, but an awesome scene with Luthen. Awesome scene with Luthen. Um, and then the, the bulk of it is just this escape tech. The prison the breakout, um, yeah. And so, you know, it, it, again, there wasn't a whole lot of really like things to you know, really dissect. It was just a lot of resolution. Right. Um, and just a little bit, I think, I think the other two, like the ISB storyline, um, and the, uh, what was the other one? I the Luthen one? No, the other one. The prison, yeah. Luthen, prison, uh, Luthen, ISB, and, uh, and Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, right. Yeah. So those two, I think are really like larger arc stories. Right. So, so the ISB and the Mon Mothma are, in my opinion, they're building up for the last two episodes. Right. Where this was now finally, this was the conclusion oh, of the episode. jail, of the three-episode arc of right. the jail. So this wrapped this up. So now Andor's on the loose again. Right. Uh, oh, and there was that one cut scene back on uh, Ferric where... Oh, yeah. We met with the, the mom who's not taking her meds. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, Everybody's watching everybody. There was yep. a stormtrooper. Well, we'll get to it when we get there. So I just want to break down because there's only 18, so it's not going to be break a lot. Break it down. Break it down. So scene one, we first we see Olaf um, being uh, carted away. Yeah, yeah. They're zipping up the body bag. And yeah. I guess um, you know, they're all going, well. And and it's, it's it's sad that even after death, he still is on the, on the work floor. Yep. And he's in just a trash bag that you just know they're either just going to Throw into a furnace to heat things, or just dump it over into the ocean. Bro, they're going to turn him into Soylent Green. Man. They are, yep. Yeah. Um, but at this point, this is when Andor's talking to um, Kino, Kino, and he's like, "Look, uh, this is the time. We need to go tomorrow. Uh, right now, they are afraid." And uh, Kino's like, "No, they're not afraid." He's like, "Power doesn't panic." 5,000 men are about to find out that they are never leaving because of the mess up with the personal from four being replaced back on two. 
Uh, he says, every day we wait, they get stronger. Now, they know that there's a very minimal number of guards in this prison. Right. And that they're unarmed, right? And they're and unarmed. They, most they of have, them don't carry guns yeah. because the floor is their weapon. Um, and they feel like that's and that's kind of the theme, I think, of the Empire and of like when you get that big and that powerful, mm-hmm. you you assume you're untouchable. Yeah, that it's was almost the Death Star thing. Yep. You know, you have this big gun. We're, you know, what can possibly go wrong? Yeah, we yeah we we have we have more power than you, so we don't need all these weapons because the floor is a weapon. We have a bigger weapon. We have one big weapon. Yep. We have one big Death Star. We have one big electrified extra electrified floor. And there's a. There's, I think, number one, I think Star Wars is always about, and this is something that the guy from Star Wars Explained had said that I really liked, is that Star Wars almost always is about technology versus human. Okay. Or versus yeah. people, and, like, people win yeah. every time, right? Yeah. Whether, and, and whether even, they're outmatched or not. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting thing to think about, because, yeah, you know, I think the Death Star, you think the Starkiller base, you think, like, it's all, like, about this this greater technology and right. like but at the, the end of the day it's the hope and it's the people and it's you know and you're just coming off of your you know westeros podcast um now i don't want <coughs> to throw any spoilers out there for later seasons but there is a you know the book is out there and it, this storyline is concluded yeah uh there's a line later on in the series uh you know i won't spoil anything but you know if you if you recall in game of thrones there are no dragons really Right. And, and in this one, there are a lot. So you got to yeah. realize something's going to happen. Something happens where all the dragons yeah. disappear. Yeah. Um, and so like there's a there's a line where they talk about like, you know, one or I, I've seen, you know, a, a bear eat plenty of rats. But, you know, I've also seen a thousand rats take down a bear. Right. Right. And that's kind of the, the thing here is like, yeah, eventually, especially when they saw that the, the thing was. The, the the floor was tripped. Yeah, you know it was like all right, we we can. There are five thousand of us. Right you know? now, now that the the main weapon that they had against us is useless, now the five thousand of us can uh, out out manipulate and outpower the hundred or so total because there's only fifteen people on each floor. Right. Um, so we can, we can definitely over, overshadow all of them and take them, take them all down. And by the way, um, they did, but man, they got mowed down in the process. Like a lot of, it was yeah. hard watching that. Yeah. Like a lot of them just got like, yeah, well, uh, it up. goes from the line that Andor says in the very beginning. And then, right. um, he repeats later on, I'd rather die trying to take them down than die giving them what, what they, they want. want. Right. And that's. And that's that was the most awesome line to bring back that like Andy Serkis's Caracino. Yeah, that he Kino. like when he was giving his big speech. Yeah, and I, I wrote down his whole speech and Luthen's whole speech later on yeah. because the, I loved. While there wasn't a lot of action, the dialogue that they had in it was was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. It, I mean, anytime Stellan Skarsgård's on screen, I love it. Yeah. Um, but Andy Serkis killed it, man. Yeah, and, like it was so cool, just like. Again, if you weren't really paying attention, you probably didn't like you might have even missed it. But like just hearing him like essentially what what had happened was like, you know, this guy was the leader. Uh-huh. Right. But like he does his entire belief structures pulled out from under him. Uh-huh. Uh, and Cashin at that point could have like just gone. All right. Screw you. I got this. Yeah. But it wouldn't have worked. No. Because who's Cashin? He's who's, been there a nobody knows months. who Cashin is. They needed. Yeah. He, he knew like I need I need this guy who like has in it. He knows yeah. it. He needs to be the leader. And and, so and like, Andy could have, Kino could have, being the floor leader, knowing that these guys are trying to do this uprising. And in the beginning of this of this story arc, 
uh, Keno knew he had 200 and whatever days left. Right. And he could have very easily dimed them out to either get his sentence shorter or um, to make sure that he makes it to that point because right. he knows if there's an uprising, everybody gets fried. Right. So that's another reason they really needed him yeah. uh, in this because once he once he was on board, it changed everything. Sure. And, uh, and so it, it goes along with what Luthen said a couple weeks ago where we need the people to hate the Empire so much that they're willing to have the uprising. Right. And this is the same thing happened to the Kino. Yeah. yeah. He finally got to the point where he knew that he wasn't getting out, and he finally got to the point where he was that angry that he's like, let's go, let's do this uprising. Yep. So it was a very uh, secular uh, storylines to what Luthen was saying earlier. Um, then they're coming, walking back into the cells. Where is he? He's dead. New man tomorrow, Andor says to the to his one buddy who they've been planning this right. uh, takeover. Uh, Andor tells them the dead uh, just tells oh tells them the deal just as the floor turned red and it was it was very perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Like he's standing on the on the floor, he's like blah blah blah, and he steps up one foot on, and the floor turned yeah. red. Playing a little fast and loose. With he, that was. Death he was by electrocution. Yeah, there. he was like I, he knows he's got plot armor. He's <laughs> like I, I live through Rogue One, man. Whatever, I'll whatever. Stand on this floor. <laughs> um, so that was fun, and then. Uh, that's when Kino, like, he finally flips his lid and he yells, no one is getting out. And then he's like, uh, oh, and the music. Yeah. The music, especially in this episode. Like, we didn't talk about it all while you weren't here. And then when you came back we last week, we forgot to mention it also. But the music in this, and it's not the same guy. It's a different musician. No, it's not it John is. Williams. And it's not um, the guy with 31 syllables that Nicholas did. Nicholas Bertel. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, every time. You could feel the music building as the tension was building, as the hope was building. It was very hopeful the other way. Um, Ryan Airy pointed out, and I probably didn't notice it because I keep skipping through the intros, <laughs> but in the intro, um, every episode, they add more musical instruments <laughs> to the to the intro. Interesting. So you got to check it out. And, yeah, I'll and have to do that. And this week's, he, he pointed out, was even more like upbeat because it was the uh, big escape where, where things are going to start looking up again for, right. for the rebellion. Um, so I'm looking at what other films this dude has done as a composer. Uh, he's relatively young in his career. Okay. It sounds, it's great music. Uh, it looks like back to in 2008 was his first film with New York, I Love You. Apparently he worked with Natalie Portman a couple times. Um, trying to see if there's anything else I know. Um, the, uh, Vice, Vice in 2018. The King okay. in 2019. Cruella in 2021. Don't Look Up. Um, let's see television. Uh, the Underground Railroad in twenty twenty. I didn't haven't even heard about that. And uh, yeah. Oh, he was a producer on Whiplash. Whiplash. You know Whiplash? No. Whiplash is the the movie with uh, J.K. Simmons about the drummer. Not oh. my tempo. Okay. He yeah. was a producer on that. Oh, pretty cool. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Um. So yeah. So the music. No one is getting out, and then the music kicks in real loud. It's like really cool. Um, and he, then he starts yelling like they're not letting us out ever. Uh, we're going to die here or the next place because they realize once they the person left on four that he was supposed to go to a different prison and he just came back onto the same one. So there's got to be another prison which all the people who are supposed to be released go to because right. 
they can't let that guy go back into another first time prison like this one because they'll be telling everybody, right? You know, so. Um, and he said, "Let's get our hell, let's get our heads in the cells and figure this out." So at that point, that's when when he says, "All right, I am, uh, I'm ready to take over this prison and to get out of here." Yeah, then we cut let's into do this. Let's, let's do this breakout. Yeah. Then he cuts. Then they cut to the ISP headquarters, um, which was fun because they see that their plan to um, kill the rebel pilot and make it look like an accident. They bought it, um, and. And they're like, yay. And then the guy and with They're the, like, yay. Yay. Who wouldn't be? We, it worked. Why yay. wouldn't it work? And then the guy with the mustache, he had a good point. He goes, if we don't do anything, then they'll be suspicious because right. we would do something if somebody dead showed up. So right. we still have to do like we would normally do. And the major was like, good idea. Let's do it. Yeah. And he, like, he walks, there's no hesitation. Like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And that was the whole scene. That was That's the whole, it. that was it. Uh, then we go back to the prison and Kino, uh, he says, let's make it look good. On program that we heard that a lot this in this episode, right? Uh, and then they're just showing that it's a normal work day, and but everybody's waiting for the new guy. Yeah, they're they not know. doing a very good job hiding their nervousness. They're all like, everything's fine. But the other problem is, or the other thing is, not even a problem, but it goes along with what Andor said a couple weeks ago, where nobody's listening, right? There's no guards in the room. They're not paying attention. Like, they're not paying attention because they're invincible. Yeah. And the windows that they can look out of are very small windows. So the guards aren't really paying attention. They never pay attention. So as long as they're doing something, they're okay. Uh, and it's all about the fear of the electricity because the the room that has the lowest numbers um, doesn't get any food with taste. And the table in that room winds up getting shocked. So you're going to work hard to try and avoid getting electrocuted every day. So you're going to work hard so you don't really need a lot of people watching because they know that the electrocution is the is the actual prison guard it's watching. carrot it. on the stick. Yeah. Uh, so then we go, then then there's a quick scene back on Ferrix. And I thought it was interesting, and I even said it to uh, Eric from Ears Up, Scraping the Vault, Concierge, all that, uh, about how we finally see, this is like the first, like, remembrance that this is a star Wars yeah. episode or a star Wars series even because, um, we finally see a stormtrooper on Ferrix. Yep. Which is what the people who love this show all agree. What makes it awesome is it's a great series this with some star Wars undertones. Right. Yep. But I'm sure the people who don't like it are, we talked about this and I'll talk about it every week after this are the people who want to see Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, it's after uh, the Empire has risen, so it seems crazy to me that Darth Vader hasn't killed everyone with his lightsaber yet. Like, why yeah. haven't we seen that? Why haven't we seen? Darth Vader should have just come into the yeah. prison and just chopped everybody yeah. in half. And, we, you know, when they were getting out, it's cool that they just jumped out, but wouldn't it be cooler if, like, when they were jumping off, like, the Millennium Falcon rose and they <laughs> rose on top of it? And they jumped on top yeah, of it? And Chewbacca yeah. was standing there and he was yep. high-fiving he was, the Emperor yep. who was lightninging every Like, and, and I have to remind myself this every now and then, too, because it's such a cool, different thing. Like, like I, 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 because I think because of the Mandalorian, uh, and because of just the new experiment that is like the Star Wars TV thing, we're not right. used to getting this much TV. Yeah, Star Wars or this much Star this Wars. This much Star Wars, and it was front loaded with loads of nostalgia and loads of mm-hmm. patting yourself on the back and loads of eye winking. Um, but like you know, this, this is such, it has to be such a smaller scope. 
because it's about covert operations that don't come to light for years from now. Right, exactly. And that's the awesome thing about it is that we don't have to see Darth Vader. Right. Like like cuz it's it, the rebellion, you know, in Solo, however many years later, the rebellion is still kind of a fractured thing. Yeah. Yeah. And even even with this like between when we saw Saul Guerrero talking about the different uh, factions, rebellious, factions, rebellious yeah. factions, and how shattered they all are, and how they're not a whole group yet. Right. And we see Mon Mothma, but it's the beginning of the rebellion, so she's still not, she doesn't have everything put together. Deidre thinks they are working together a lot better than they are, but or Dedra, as they were saying today. Right. But they're not. Um, so it is it is really cool and the ISP ISP or ISB ISB the ISB people are Star Wars enough where they have the insignias on their shirt but they're not stormtroopers they're not you know the imperial guard you don't and, see And even when when the uh when the rebellion started uh when the dude shot the guys with the blaster and I heard the sound of the blaster I went oh right yeah Star oh, Wars there's Star Wars yeah yeah, yeah. I, again it was just like just that Star Wars sound that they use for the blaster, yep. like it reminded me. All right, Star Wars. Oh yeah, this is Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. So uh, back on Ferrick, uh, the we do see a stormtrooper watching everybody. This whole scene was all about everybody watching everybody. We see the stormtrooper. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Look, it sounds to me like we were harmonizing that was there. Nice. We weren't, but that's okay. we weren't. We yeah. were singing I, in unison. Yes, we were singing in unison, <laughs> which is not harmonizing. You okay. were, you were. Uh, on tone and pitch, and I was not. Um, we'll say that. We'll call it that. <laughs> uh, the Empire is now patrolling the streets. Everybody's watching everybody else. The mom's not taking her pills. Uh, we haven't seen her, so we don't know how frail and confused she is. Right. Um, but then we see Cinna watching, and we see Cinna noticing the Imperial spy watching also. Right. So she knows that he's watching, and he's watching her, and everybody's waiting for Andor to come back. And say goodbye to mom because she's about to die or she's sick or whatever the case sure is. Sure hope in the next two episodes that doesn't happen. I know. I don't, that would be really bad. Uh, <laughs> is that the uh, Chekhov's gun later. right there? Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> uh, then we cut to the next scene, and now we're on Corellia. And we find out during the scene, we find out that Mon Mothma's house is not hers. It's... it's uh, own because it's state property, she says. Right. Uh, Everything, the, the decorations have to be just so. Yeah, uh, you can't change anything. The uh, the Davo comes and he says, oh, I was here many years ago, m- referring to the fact that he had met with other senators right. and has, you know, not that he's had, he corrupted other senators, but other senators are corrupt. Are corrupt. <laughs> um, and they were just, the whole conversation it was there's a lot of like undertones like i'm not going to say where i get my uh mob money from right and you're not going to say that you that you're starting a rebellion here uh she's like yeah it's a charity thing and he's like yeah sure it is and then he's like well i do want to come back that's that this is my payment is that i want to come back and visit you again she's like sure and he's like and yeah i'm going to bring my kid i'm going to bring my kid and um when Ryan Airy was talking about this, he goes, yeah, we don't know. I, I, maybe, maybe I misunderstood him or maybe I misunderstood the show, but from what I could tell from previous episodes, they had already discussed that Mon Mothma and her husband got married very young because it's a Carillion yep. way. And it's, and it's like a, like a betrothal sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so he's like, well, I have a 14 year old son. And she's like, I don't believe in those things anymore. He's like, yes, you do. Too freaking bad. Too bad. This is the, this is the way our people do this it. This is the way. This is the way. Um, but then at the very end of it, she starts to like have a panic attack look on her face. Cause she knows this is her only option. She needs this guy, but she doesn't want to betroth her daughter to a gangster son. It all, it all ties into what, uh, Luthen says at the end of the episode. Right? Yes. His, his big, his big, his big monologue thing, essentially yes. saying like, Hey man, who am I? Uh, I am the guy who literally gave up everything. I sold my soul to the devil, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for for a dream, you yeah. Know what I mean? So like he he's the, he said he sees outright. I got into this. It it got ugly. I didn't look back, and now there's no like I I became something I always hated and feared, but it, it had to happen. Yeah. And Mon Mothma is now just seeing the first taste of that. I think. Yeah. This is the first taste of what she has to do to get this right. to get this ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go. We cut to Luthen's uh, shop. And Keely comes in, or Keely, or however you say her name, and she's like, uh, I saw uh, a sign on the fountain, and then I saw and another one over here. Yeah. I saw the sign. Without understanding. It is. Well, you, are, base, man. you are all about the <laughs> 90s, 90s music references. Tonight. Yes. That's right. Uh, and he says, it. Well, she's like, I think it's a trap. And he goes, Well, it's been a year. I'm surprised it took Lonnie. We find out that it's Lonnie, the ISB officer, took him this long. Uh, and, she, and he says, if it's a trap, then we already lost. Yep. So he's like, look, he goes, I have to go meet with her, meet with him. Uh, if it's a trap, then we're done. If it's not a trap, then I'll talk him out of it. And uh, did you see what was right in front of him when he was doing it? It looked like it was Padme's headdress. Oh, was it? Yeah, the, the golden thing there was, was Padme's headdress. So it was pretty cool. Then the super long uh, escape, escape scene, scene seven, back in jail. Some of them are starting to panic. This is what you were talking about. Yeah, they got like the one dude. He's got no chin. Yes, what, 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 but he was just like, bro, you have no poker face whatsoever. Yeah, chill, chill out, chill. relax. And then he, Andor said to him again. Uh, he says, "Don't die until you put up a fight." Yeah, because he's like, "I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm yeah. gonna die." He's like, "Well, don't die until you put up a fight." Uh, he goes to the bathroom. He's cutting the pipe, and that sounds like a euphemism for going to the bathroom. It, yeah, there you go. That's yeah, a good. Yeah. We'll have to. Uh, Cutting That's a new pipe. shirt. Cutting, cutting some the pipe. pipe. Cutting some pipe. I gotta go. Sorry, man. I gotta go cut some pipe. I gotta go cut some pipe. Um, so he's doing that. And it was funny. When I watched it the first time, I thought he actually wound up ripping the pipe out because he had something in his hand. But what he had in his hand, he took into there. Right. Yeah. He he was handed to it. Yeah. And he put it up his sleeve. He put it up his sleeve. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was cutting the pipe because if anybody knows anything about electricity, Electricity and water do not go well together. Buddies. They are not buddies at all. So um, he's trying to get it because he knows it's got. He has to get the water all over the floor short before the new there. guy comes down because they're going to turn it on and we need to short it and out. And they mentioned that it has to be when the elevator's moving because the elevator. The elevator's the only thing that's yeah. not electrified. Right. Um, so then, as he's cutting it, the new guy comes into the prison. Uh, and I did like everybody pulling out the extra parts right. that they're going to start throwing. And it reminded me a lot of like a David versus Goliath thing where yep. all they had to throw with him was rocks. Yep. And they're throwing the rocks. While a lot the, of biblical parallels in this, yes, actually. While the David's up on top and he's shooting his gun at them and they're throwing rocks at them. Um, new man on the floor. Oh, the, the voice, they call it the voice of God. 
in IMDb, the person who says it, it's listed as voice of God. Okay. I was like, okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, so they say new man on the floor, and then um, Kino says it again, like, and he goes through everything. Well, like, he's trying to do all the stuff he normally does. Right, know, and he's, and it's also like another double entendre there where he's like, I'm going through this, but he's, I'm also saying... Yep, get ready. Get Here ready. Don't do anything yet until yeah. I until I say we're going to do everything. Um, then they shove the stick in the lift. The new guy, poor new guy, he gets shot right away. Yeah. Um, he gets tasered. Then the lift goes crazy, which was great because then he gets up and he, and he tasers grabs the taser, yeah. and he tasers the the guard and the guard had a great face. He's like, yep. it was pretty funny. Um, Imagine being that actor and they're just like, right, I know. you have to act like you're getting tased. Right yeah. Now. yeah that's, that's a they're like, no, give me some more. Yeah, I need, I need more anguish. <laughs> I need some more. <laughs> Here, Here's a taser. Let me show you. Let me show you what I want you to do. We roll it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, then he tasers him, and then the new guy gets shot. And I was like, "All right, done with him." Uh, Did then he have they, a red shirt on? No, he's a red shirt. <laughs> uh, they yell, "Spark the floor!" And then um, everyone gets their feet everyone on gets up. up onto the table, except for the one guy. One guy didn't make it up in time, of course, because you have to show the threat. Yes, right. Yeah. Hey, look, someone died. It's a good thing everyone got up. Everyone else made it, but one guy didn't. Um, so then he dies, and then uh, Kino looks at his feet. He's standing right in the middle of the box, and he didn't get electrocuted. So then he's like, the floor is dead, or the floor is uh, whatever well, he says. That's because they the water had shorted the circuit right, when right. they turned it on. Right, once that once that happened, then it sorted, shorted everything else out. Right. Um, and then the guy, Zaw, he gets shot. He was one of the guys from their table. Um, Andor gets a gun and he's like, he's a good shot. He's yeah. a very good shot. He's shooting all the guards. Uh, then they look and I, I wrote down floor six. It's either floor six or floor floor. I don't know which direction they started numbering the floors from. Right. But they look up, it starts raining on their floor. And then they're like smiling as it's raining. And then, um, then the rest of the people start breaking in and they're like, yeah, I loved, they shout the line. The one guy shouts out, one way out. And everybody on floor six is like, huh? What? What are you talking about? And then they go, oh, wait, you're not supposed to. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it took him a second. And it was funny to me because there is such, you know, lack of communication between all the floors that they had no idea that all this was going on on floor five yeah. uh, when their floor was, was doing this. Now, the one thing that I thought for sure they were going to use, and there was a scene when they're standing Andor standing right in front of the shoe rack. Okay. And there was like nine pairs of boots on oh, the so wall behind them. Strap up. I thought they were going to just throw some boots throw on. Throw the Reebok pumps. Yeah, on throw the Reebok pumps dunk on. Dunk on them. Yeah, but uh, they didn't. Um, I'm like, put on the boots. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, so then, yeah, it is, that see that is in itself sort of a Chekhov's gun. They showed us the shoes. Yeah. You would think like, all right, there are shoes that can withstand this. Mm -hmm. Someone might put them on at some point, but. Maybe that was but just no. like a red herring. It was. It was. Like, hey, look at these red boots. Now, here we go. Here we go. Water. Yeah, they totally tricked us. Um, go to... Oh, and then the one guy says, go to 5-2-D. And as he says it, he it comes over the PA to the one guard. Go to 5-2-D. The one guard looks at it, and he goes... He goes to the other guy. Go to 5-2-D. And the other guy was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't want to go there. That's I'm they're, they're, That's where they're rebelling. No way. And then everybody starts shouting, uh, they shout, let's go, you shouldn't be here. Uh, 
turn. Oh, and then this, this, I love this scene when they get to the main control center. And the two uh, guys are ratting each other out. The, yeah, but That's the him, bro. <laughs> uh, Kino uh, walks in and he goes, "Turn it off." And the main guy goes, "That could mean so many things." Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Do you understand what I mean?" Now? I got it. I got you, man. We're, we got it. <laughs> I'll turn it off. Yeah. Uh, then he says, "Shut down the floors." So the guy flipped the 1980s toggle switch over. Yep. And he goes, "No, turn it all the way down." And and it was funny to me. He goes, "It's on hydro." It'll take months to turn it back on. And Andor's like, and, 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 and I don't care. And so it was does really fun. Look, does it look like I'm worried about the months from now? About the months from now? I'm getting out of here today. I could care less. I think that was more like a wink to the audience. Like, hey, this yeah. has dire repercussions. Yeah. yeah. I can't just turn it back on. Well, that and I also think, I think it's a little bit of that. And it's like, oh, no, like what's going to happen now? It's going to take a month to turn it back on. But it's also like the guy was like so programmed, like. We're not. We can't turn the hydro off ever, right. because it'll take months to turn it back on. I can't turn that off. Yeah, you know. So it was a combination when of both of those. When faced with a gun, his first thought was about his the rules. Yeah, the <laughs> rules. The rules. I have to follow the rules. I can't turn that off. The Empire. And then, uh, the yeah. And then Kino says on program now to the two guards, and they're both like, right. "Okay, I'll Got put this. my hands up." Um, and then Kino leads the charge, and then here's Kino's monologue, which I really liked. I wrote down the whole thing. Uh, my name is Kino Loy. I'm the day shift manager on level five. I'm speaking to you from the command center on level eight. We are we are at the moment on con- in control of the facility. How long we hang on or how far we get, how many of us make it out of all of that is up to us now. We have deactivated every floor in the facility. And then, like, as he's saying that, it's on his face. And then he says, all floors are cold. And then it goes to the uh, people, the prisoners. Mm, right. And it's now in the voice of God. Right. So now you're hearing it as the prisoners when right. he says, all floors are cold. And it's like it has that more echo sound to it right. and everything. And then you see the prisoners are like, oh. And then they're like, tap, tap, tap. tap they touch it. They're like, yes. Wherever you are right now, get up, stop the work. Get out of your cells, take charge, and start climbing. They don't have enough guards, and they know it. And then as he says that line, they're showing the guards, right. and the guards are like, oh, crap, they're right. If we wait until they figure that out, it'll be too late. We will never have a better chance than this. And then it goes back to his face, and I would rather die trying to take them down than giving them what they want. As he stares longingly into Andor's eyes. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> we know they fired, they fried 100 men on level two. And he says that. He's looking at the guards who are on program now. Yep. Um, uh, we know that they are making up our sentences as we go along. We know that no one outside of here knows what's happening. And now we know that when they say we are being released, we are getting transferred to some other prison to go and die. That en- And that ends today. There is one way out right now. The building is ours. You need to run and climb. You need to run, climb, kill. You need to help each other. You see someone who's confused, someone who is lost. You get them moving, and you keep them moving until we put this place behind us. There are 5,000 of us. If we can fight half as hard as we've been working here, we will be home in no time. One way out. And as the escape is going on, the guards are hiding in the room, which I really like that. Whatever happens now, we made it to the edge. Whatever happens now, we made it. Uh, Oh, Andor says that when he's at the edge. Um, So couple things about that. Now, I don't care how long you've been in that prison. 
when you first got there, you saw that the prison was in the middle of an ocean. Yeah, he, he knew what was coming. He right? knew what was coming, right? So he's leading this charge. Do you think he knew the whole time I'm leading this charge, but yet I'm never going to be able to get off of here because I can't swim? Or do you think he got to the edge and was like, crap, like I was really hoping there was going to be a life vest here or something for me? I don't know, maybe a little. I mean, I'd imagine he thought about it at the very least, but at the end of the day, he made the calculation, well, yeah, I'd rather do that. Now, I will say, <clears throat> we didn't see what happened to him. No. So this is going to stoke lots and lots of conspiracy theories yes. about Snoke. Yes, about Snoke, about that they used him. Yep. Uh, to, or maybe we'll see him floating above the water since he is Snoke and Force-sensitive and he doesn't need to swim. He can just... You can just float right above it. Yes. Yeah. And, and it is funny, too, because, you know, Andy Serkis has a very specific voice. Uh-huh. Um, when he's giving his spiel and he says the word kill, I heard Snoke. You heard Snoke. Like, okay. Like, and he goes, kill you. And I was like, yeah. oh, that sounds exactly like Snoke. You're like, that was So people Snoke. are going to be mm-hmm. having conspiracy theories for a while. For a long unless time. Unless we see him die. Yes. And, and like his body is exploded or something. Right. <laughs> so. and, and, you know, you count all 10 fingers and all 10 toes and they're in 10 different pieces. Then yep. you know that he's actually dead. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was great writing that he leads this whole charge out. He leads this whole rebellion and then he gets to the edge and he's like, I can't, I can't get out. So that I was, can't swim. I mentioned earlier, like the biblical things. This is another one of those like bib, almost biblical references. It's like Moses traveling through the desert for 40 years and like laying eyes on the promised land only never to have to like take yeah, part himself to take part know? himself. So yeah. It's, it's like. That that's kind of like several of these, like you know the same thing with Andor, uh, in Rogue One, right? They they push through, they get the the plans, they know it got away, and they know ah we did it, and they know they'll never be able to right they, see they, their fruits. They'll never be able to see the fruits so of like, right. Um, even um, what Lonnie or what Luthen says later on about his dreams and uh, how he he's doing this for a sunrise that he's never going to get to right, see exactly, for yeah, generations exactly. that he's never mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's all very uh, circular, same thing as that. So I felt really bad for Kino. And then it was weird, like somebody just grabbed Andor. He's like, he's like, oh, you can't swim? Ah! Ah, and But, you know, why didn't somebody just knock Kino in also? And, like, I would think Andor would be like, just lay on your back and I'll carry you or whatever, right, like, you know? Like, take a big, deep breath. Yeah, like... Like, we can talk you through this. Yeah, we'll work like, you through this. You're just, an adult. We yeah. can get you to shore. <laughs> lay, don't panic. Lay on your back and just keep... Do, do the elementary backstroke for all, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, a, as Andor gets to the edge, as the escape is finally coming to an end, he says, whatever happens now, we made it. Um, which is a cool thing. And I think he said that to the guy that was in... Rogue One. Uh, who was his counterpart that we, we saw K2SO? in the gym? No. Oh, uh, the other human guy that we saw. He was actually helping him in Rogue One. We saw him in the prison. He was, uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, I'm a horrible Star Wars fan. But anywho, I you think that's apparently. who he said it to um, at the edge there. Um, and then scene eight. Um, we're in the CD part of Coruscant. So this is, I also found this interesting because Star Wars is all about the light is good and the dark is bad. Right. This whole scene took place in the dark and Luthen was in all black. He had the little cape blowing like we saw, especially with like Ahsoka yep. in, uh, in was it Boba Fett or Mandalorian? I think it was in Boba Fett. 
uh, when she's like standing there, like very Japanese. Oh, that was that was Mandalorian. Mandalorian season two. Yeah, yeah, very Japanese battle scene type of thing. Like he's standing there. There's just enough wind that his cape is blowing a little bit. But this was very very dark. He had a fan. He did have a fan next spot. to him. Uh, what's her name? Came. She was standing underneath him That's with right. her fan. Here we go. <laughs> he's like, let's go. Give me give me some more fan. More air. More air. Um. So uh, we see um. Lonnie is going in an elevator. He's like walking through all these she- shady parts of town and Coruscant set up the lower levels are the poor levels and they're the darker levels. The higher up into the city that you go, the more upper class you are. So all that's, the that's pretty common for Star Wars cities. I found. Yeah, I think it's Terrace. I could be wrong, but whatever city that they were on or planet that they were on in Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, has the same thing where the lower levels are like the slums. Okay. Like the higher you go, the the more money you have. The more money you have. And what what's what's the uh, what's the planet that we want? Taris was the planet. No, we want uh, Narshada. Narshada. Yeah. yeah Taris <laughs> was the planet. Uh, yeah. Again, the lower like down on the floor. Basically, you know, when you get to the earth and there's mud and there's grass, you're you're poor. Right. And like there's nothing down there for you. But the higher you get, you know, oh, it's Star Wars. We're, even we're, even in the uh, Clone Wars cartoon. I think when Ahsoka was hiding and she met the two girls. Right, that was in season nine, right? In season nine, they were in the tunnels, mm-hmm. like the the part of the city that even went below the Earth's level. Right. So that's how deep and shady those areas were. They were even below ground. Um, so he's uh, he gets in the elevator and he puts in his, his uh, Star Wars Beats. Um, which you can buy right now on StarWars.com. Um, so I don't, I don't want to interrupt you right now, but I, I just to confirm, like what I had mentioned. Okay. Uh, I googled it and there was like a thing about Narshada or not Narsha, uh Taris, right? Okay. So it says Star Wars Knights of the Republic. Every planet in the series ranked, and so Taris is number six. And I scrolled. Down, I wonder what's number one. It's Narshada. Narshada. There we go. Narshada. And I was like, give me a break. Come man. on, man. Give us some Narshada. Right. Um, so he gets in, in the elevator and he says, you know, if this is a trap, hit two, one, five or something like that, which is pretty funny. And then Luthen's telling him, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm so proud of you. You know, you're a dad. Now you have a daughter. He's like, it's not fair. You know, that's not fair. You knowing, uh, how, uh, did it, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like giving it. And then he starts giving out all the dirt on Dedra. Right. Uh, and he says, uh, he says, really, why are you here? And he says, uh, if Kriegi attacks, they will be waiting. And he's like, okay, well, sacrifice. I'm going to sacrifice Kriegen for, for you. He's like, Kriegen's only 50 men. He's like, you're, you're more valuable to me than 50 men. Right. If, if we know, then the Empire knows that somebody in the ISB ratted them out. And you're more valuable to me than Kriegen is. So it made me laugh because Saul Guerrero doesn't like this guy. And now Luthen's like, okay, of all the of all the syndicates of all the rebel cells that we have, uh, I'm okay with this guy getting killed and, and captured and whatever the case is. I'm okay with that. That's right. fine. And Lonnie's like, no, but he goes, I'm doing this so that your daughter will still have a father. Uh, and then it's really cool when he stops, and the elevator door opens, and Lonnie's standing there, and it's dark, and it's the wind is blowing, like I said, and he can't really see it. And then uh, Lonnie's like, his rad ass freaking because he's like, what did you, what have you sacrificed? Yeah, Lonnie, Lonnie can't do it. Um, Luthen looked to me looked like like a dark Jedi, like he looked really really cool. 
Uh, and he says, you're trapped, Lonnie. No pleasure in saying it, but you aren't going anywhere. Uh, your, invest your investment in the rebellion is epic. A double, a double life. We need heroes, and here you are. And what do you sacrifice? And this is, <laughs> this is when Lonnie goes, and what are you sacrificing? He's like, what am I sacrificing? Calm, kindness, kinship, love. I've given up all chance at inner peace. I've made my mind in the sunless space. I share my dreams with ghosts. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I wake up every day to an equation I wrote 15 years ago from which there's only one conclusion. I'm damned for what I do. My anger, my ego, my unwillingness to yield. They set me on a path from which there is no escape. I yearn to be a savior against injustice without contemplation, without contemplating the cost. And by the time I looked down, there was no longer any ground beneath my feet. What is my sacrifice? I'm condemned to use the tools of my enemy to defeat them. I burn my decency for someone else's future. That's your biblical mm -hmm. thing there. I burn my life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. And an ego that started this fight will never have a mirror or an audience or the light of gratitude. So what do I sacrifice? Everything. You'll stay with me, Lonnie. I need all the heroes I can get. And then he closes the elevator door and I wrote down, holy crap, I'm on board. Like, yep. if I'm Lonnie, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Well, I guess, yeah. What, what, are, what, are, you, what are you saying? Uh, after that speech, was like, yeah, still I've got some doubts here. Like, I'm, just, I'm just really, I'm just, I, I understand. But yeah, Rob almost just fell off his seat. <laughs> fell on my chair because I still don't have the back. back. isn't on there, yeah. man. Freak, you know what uh, happened? It, it's because we haven't put together the, the freaking the, Yeah, no, ship. Jason hasn't given us the money yet. Well, the, the ship was exploded, man. Dude, that's what so, happened, like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so Lonnie's like, yeah, I can't, can't I still want out, though, yeah. after all that. I know, like, you, you're right. You got it bad, but, like, yeah. I got a kid. So. But I got a kid now, so I went out. Uh, and then it ends with a very short clip of Andor and his friend running on a planet free. Running, running, well, the same planet, but running now One free. One would imagine, right? One would imagine they didn't get Apparently off that quickly. it was not just an ocean planet. Yes. There was, there was some There shore. was land, so they made it to land. Um, and then imagine that's how they jump ended. off and it's just like, this is it, man. They just keep it's swimming. Just water. <laughs> like, it's, it's actually an entire species of aquatic animals uh -huh. or aquatic aliens that live on this planet. On this planet. So, yeah. Sorry, bud. Uh, so there we go. That was the end of the episode. episode it was 10. holy crap. Yeah. Oh, we so are, good. we are one sixth or five sixth the way through. Yes. We got two more episodes. Two episodes I'd imagine left. one solid arc. Yep. To close it out, we'll get a big like build up episode, you know, eleven, and then episode twelve will you know close it all out and set up episode season two. Um, but yeah, good stuff, man. All it again, was really and, good. and it didn't. We, it it was good without like any Skywalkers. It was good without any lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, it was good with just being like a great story set in Star Wars. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I, I actually I watched it yesterday when I got home from work and then I watched it again this morning and I was going to take notes, but I just wanted to pay close attention. And then I wound up watching it right before doing this so that I could write down all the notes. So I wound up watching it three times and every time I watch it, I saw something else that I liked and something else that was another deep, like hidden Mickey hidden meeting inside right. of there somewhere. So it was really, really cool. Yep. Whoever is, uh, is working on this project, uh, you know, Ben so, and Dave Filoni, those, those are the people who should have the keys. That's right. Like. So it's funny, both, uh, Diego Luna, mm -hmm. who's Andor, right. And Kathleen Kennedy are both listed as executive producers. Now there are like five executive sure. producers, 
but they're both listed as executive producers. Now, after Kathleen Kennedy got yelled at by Disney um, for every time announcing all of these movies that are coming out and not yeah. that have not come out, right? Uh, I wonder what they, how much they actually let her do anything, and how much they just say, "Look, we just need more money. Give us more money to make this show." Um, yeah, I'd imagine that there's no shortage of that with the mouse. Yes. But, so uh, anyway, so again, you can meet us back here next week, right? Uh, and I will be much more rested because marching band will be over. It will, I will be. Have a little bit of my life back. Um, uh, I'll still have a screaming child crapping all over herself at home, but you know that's life. That's what you do. That's what um, happens. It sure is. It, it has since the dawn of time. Yep, it sure like has. Fred Flintstone. Since Fred, Fred Flintstone Wilma. was hanging out with Triceratops. Bam, bam. Yep. Bam, bam, and Wilma. Yeah. Well, uh, Bam, bam was adopted. That's right. Pebbles, right? Pebbles was Fred and Wilma's baby, and they oh. had her. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Bam, bam was. Bam Barney. was adopted by Barney and, and Barney uh, and Betty. Betty. That's yep. right. Man, it's been a while. Anyway, yeah. uh, we should have a uh, Flintstones podcast. We should. We'll go through every awesome. episode of the Flintstones. We'll do a breakdown. Yeah. Actually... So the Flintstones were actually on primetime yeah. back in the 50s. Yeah. Uh, and one of the longest running shows until The Simpsons has taken over. And even now, I guess, um, South Park. But South Park's not on regularly regular primetime yeah. television. So I don't so, know. But yeah, Flintstones was one of the longest running television shows Uh for years and years and years. I always loved Flintstones as a kid. Flintstones were awesome. Anyway, we're here Anyhow. for Andor. We we were so glad to break down episode 10 for you. Please make sure you check us out. You can check us out on YouTube, right? And if you're yep. there, you can see all of our social media platforms down here. We're on Twitter at Bantha Milk and on Facebook and Instagram at Bantha Milk Podcast. And Correct. you can join the conversation at Sacred Jedi Text, Facebook.com slash groups slash Sacred Jedi Texts. Oh, I just created another group. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Oh, Star Wars Fashion. Fashion. What yeah. is that about? Man? Just pictures of your favorite Star Wars shirts. Love it. So it's like, like I have so many Star Wars shirts, and I'm like, oh, I like it was fun when I was in Disney. The first day that I was there, I had my Beatles Star Wars shirt, right. which the the uh, is it Abbey, Abbey Road? Road, yeah. And I was the only one wearing it that day. And then like three days later, I saw like seven people wearing it, and I'm like, okay, I'm glad I didn't wear it You're today. A I was a trendsetter. They saw it. They all went to Amazon, had it uh, sent right away. So yeah, so on Star Wars fashion, if you have a cool. Uh, Star Wars shirt or you cosplay or whatever you want to do, uh, just post some pictures in there of your Star Wars shirts. Love it. Rock up. So I'm going to uh, – hopefully Nick will contribute to that and yeah. throw a picture of himself. with. The I Star saw Wars that, shirt. but, you know, as normal on, on social media and any uh, – communication app i went oh i should do and then i forgot and then that, as I soon forgot. as you said it you didn't you didn't even get to finish the sentence and you forgot, forgot. yeah so uh check it out uh star wars fashion as well as sacred jedi text yep. um and check us out next week check us out wherever you get your pods check us out on youtube yep um and from all of us here down in uh in bantha milk headquarters we have spoken we have spoken